This is Indie 1023. My name's Alicia Sweeney here in the Indie Lounge. I'm joined by Soak's Bridie Mons Watson, who just released their third album, If I Never Know You Like This Again. It's an incredible record, and I'm so grateful to have you here today. Hi. Thank you very much. Hi. Thanks for well, having me. Yeah. Welcome back to Colorado. <laughs> Thank you. you. You've been in Colorado a handful of times over the years. Yeah. I have. But only this time, maybe I'm just the age where I'm interested in like rodeos but i only realized that this is like cowboy land yeah. yesterday and it, my google search history is incredible it's <laughs> like where can we find a rodeo and bolo ties and yeah did you go to rock mount downtown no yeah but we genuinely like i want cowboy boots it's it, my mission for today all right rock mount okay <laughs> just so you know well i'm looking forward to talking to you about the new album and how we're gonna do this is you and james will play some songs together and we'll talk in between them and cool. what's the first one you're gonna do for us first song we're gonna play is called last july
joining us in the Indie Lounge with the song Last July. Can you talk a little bit about where that song came from when you wrote it? Um, the song is about, well, I, I just met my current girlfriend, actually, about four years ago. And she's Swiss. And we went to visit her home country. And I was like, well... This won't last <laughs> just because I think my with most things I'm just I just presume they are gonna end quite swiftly. Um it didn't, spoiler, but uh the song was about the idea of it potentially, you know, not being able to fully immerse yourself in a moment because you're thinking about it being over. Mm. Which is lame, but I do that quite a lot. It makes a good song. Too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for those that don't know your backstory, you've got a pretty incredible one. You're from Derry, Northern Ireland, and you still live there. And when you were a teenager, you basically became a full-time musician. The BBC started playing you and embracing you. And you've just been in the public eye for the last uh, 10 years. You signed to Rough Trade Records. You've toured the world. Some fans have literally watched you grow up. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And others are just getting to know you now. How have you grown just since your second record came out, <laughs> Grim Town? Wow. Um, so much. Honestly, like... I have been doing music for a longish time now, but it, I only feel like now I actually know what's what and what I'm doing and what I want to make. And it feels very much like the beginning, which is odd being on my third record now. But um, I don't know, I think between my last record and this record, there's like I've grown up so much. And I say that with every album, but it feels so significant, this kind of gap, just in terms of like comfortability in myself and knowing what I want and as a songwriter feeling like I don't know just confident in, in what I'm saying you know I, I just feel like I've, I've hit the nail on the head of who I am now and I don't really have to worry about it too much when I'm writing and making things mm. which I think before took up a lot of like brain space so I, don't, I just I feel like a drastically different person just through aging yeah. a couple of years you know absolutely uh, I imagine the last couple of years that uh, you wrote this album during the pandemic as I listened to it. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, no, it is. It's the sad truth. <laughs> so an album written from home, so it's all inspired by the things around you there? Yeah, kind of. Well, it's interesting because like I wrote it during the pandemic, but I was going to write it anyways. Mm -hmm. So I think it, it's, it doesn't really reference the dark yeah. era, but... um. It, I, I definitely made it quicker maybe because I had nothing else to do. Ah, I feel <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Well, from Purgatory and Get Well Soon, Bleach, Guts, you know, those are the those are song titles on this new album. What was yeah happening around you that wrote these that inspired these songs? I think a lot of it was I kind of just as I go about my life, I'm always collecting like lines and song ideas and words and stuff like that. And when I sit down properly to write. I just make it all together and collage things. And so I think a lot of the songs were getting things from the past and bringing them, I'm really going to break all these things. Um, I think a lot of it was just pulling together all these old stories and memories that had kind of happened for the preceding year. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and, you're, and this album, which you're going to play a couple more songs for us from it, it just, listening to it from... From, you know, Purgatory all the way to Swear Jar, it just is this great, like, 
um, journey that you take us on. And, and with like the beginning of purgatory, you take a deep breath yeah. at that. Um, did you always know you wanted to have that? I think I did it on accident when we were recording. And then I was like, actually, no, that because I, I always knew it was going to be the first song in the album. And I was like, actually, because I have so much to say in the song, I felt like it should remain in the take. We, we did a couple of exaggerated ones properly to put on the on the track. But I think I just delved so much into like criticism of myself as a person in that song. And because the album, I feel like I say so much that I have wanted to say for a while. It it was like okay here we go like I'm gonna prepare myself for this album and then you know, listen to me talk all these things for a while just yeah <laughs> it, we kept it after that yeah I love it do you do it when you perform it I don't maybe I do I don't I don't intentionally but I can imagine I probably do just anyways yeah because yeah you're getting <laughs> yeah. ready to perform <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well you got two more for us um, this next one is Bleach do you want to set it up I do yeah Bleach. Uh, Bleach is about all my little feelings and kind of similarly to Last July about this kind of, you know, nothing good can last thing I have. Um, and you'll hear that. I find your hands in the weirdest of places You should see the state of my To kill a man, I look like a leprechaun for weeks. Bleach. Did you spit?
Alicia Sweeney and also Bridie from Soak hanging out in the Indie Lounge. So uh, we just heard a couple songs that uh, that Bridie recorded with your longtime bandmate James. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's been your drummer forever, forever. Well, just, yeah, we'll and my say. friend forever. Um, yeah, uh, Tommy plays my band as well. Also recorded the album. He's not here unfortunately, but he has been with me for like ten years. James has been with me for like ten years. They're both legends yeah i've been very lucky to have them that's incredible you just played us the songs bleach and also red eye uh what do you want to share about red eye red eye is about kind of escapism and there's a reference in the song to cafe gratitude in la um 
because when I first started coming to America for bits and pieces, obviously it's super exciting yeah, to be a, a younger person and just going to America for the first time. But a lot of it was so, like, funny, like, just comical kind of. And I'd never been... That cafe, you have to order things from the menu by saying, like, uh, today I'm grateful or whatever. And that was just... I'm quite sarcastic and cynical anyways, and that to me was just the best and the worst. Uh-huh. Um, but also I can be really cynical about things like that. And then there's times where, you know, if you're not touring for a while or you're back home, you're like, oh, I'd just love to be at Cafe Gratitude right now, living that life or in this place doing this thing. or It's kind of just collecting all those thoughts of wanting to be away and then knowing when you go somewhere you're going to want to be back where you started you know mm-hmm. absolutely well you know thinking about gratitude and then also knowing that you know you're one to take the piss out and everything <laughs> as well like um what does self-care look like on the road for you um have you gotten there in your life yet I know you're s- kind of I mean self for me like just having like walks and stuff Mm -hmm. like I do prioritize and I know I need time to like be alone Mm -hmm. just and like exercise for me helps anxiety and stuff like that so I try to run or do things like that just have some element of routine but other than that I do a lot of writing um and I really like photography so a lot of time I'll go for a long walk and I'll take the camera and that's kind of a different kind of creativity that I can just like zone out when I do Hmm, that's lovely what captured what's captured your eye recently with the lens? Earlier on it was the hotel that we were staying in with the weird water feature. <laughs> Keep calling Niagara Falls. Um <laughs> other than that, kind of people, people's faces. I was at a festival this weekend. We were playing and I had some friends that were playing. I was like, Can I just get a photo pass and take photos for you? And I like that. I I think I struggled to stand still, like at shows and stuff, so it gives me a job yeah. and I feel like I don't know, have more fun that way. Did people recognize you when you were taking Once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love well, actually, that. My, my friend was playing drums and her snare, there's something with the snare stand, is sort of collapsing and nobody would come and help. So I ended up like on the stage for the full last song with a camera holding the stand for... It was an interesting. I haven't experienced a gig like that before, so... Love that. Where were you? It was fun. I was in England at okay. a festival near Manchester cool yeah <laughs> i know i it, and i just asked that because you said it, it was a 27 hour travel day the yeah. other day <laughs> it was long and you're in colorado just for a, a quick little stop i imagine there will be more tour time through colorado and the united states yeah. later this year or next year i hope so for sure we right. would love to come back and do a full the full thing right yeah so would we <laughs> you came out as non-binary this year and mm. kind of as we all explore our gender spectrum uh and our place in it i'm wondering how it impacted your new album did it or i think like for me i'd had those feelings for so long and never could really i don't define them like i was kind of I've, I've had those questions for a long time and i could never really find the word or how to explain it and i was kind of like self-conscious and like I've I've been out as gay since I was like fourteen or thirteen, and that was never an issue to me. But everything else felt something a bit deeper. So something I've been avoiding for a while, and I think coming to terms with it and being open about it made it really easy then in my music to not have any limitations in how I was talking or what I was talking about. And mm. 
that made this record really cathartic to write because I could just I was I just wasn't worried anymore or I don't know it takes a lot of you spend so much time thinking about it it's such a waste of like brain time whenever you've got those things in your head so mm. it was nice just to like work it out I know that talking to listeners when we play your music and and when we talk about your story I know it's something that's important for our listeners and in that visibility have you heard yeah. from your fans also have you gotten a lot of like yeah messages and and do you appreciate that or is it overwhelming no it's really cool um we did a tour at the start of the year that was just like a little acoustic thing for independent venues in the UK mm. and it was the first time we'd done shows in years after everything um, and we got to speak to a lot of people who came to the shows afterwards and I think after the pandemic being so weird and kind of not really knowing your purpose and stuff that was incredible to speak to people and hear why they want to come to your shows or why they care about what you do and that was a moment for me where I was really like reminded of what I want to be doing you know and I spoke to a lot of people and they spoke about representation and they were a lot of them were from smaller towns in Ireland and stuff which it's less easy to be who you are, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and speaking to people like that who are my age and kind of seem like, you know, we'd be friends if we bumped into each other in the street. It was cool to hear them, like to hear that what I'm doing and saying resonates with them. It's really, it, it gives you purpose, I think. Absolutely. Uh, we got time for one more song. And this is a song that I know here in Colorado on our radio station we're all nuts about you're gonna perform swear jar yeah which is also the last song on the record i don't know set it up tell us something about <laughs> it we love it um <laughs> swear jar is about like everything falling apart and kind of being cynical about things it's like i know relationships have their ups and downs and i'm like when everything is good it's the best thing in the world and when everything's bad it couldn't be worse you know kind of extreme in my thinking sometimes and swear jar is all those things mashed into one also some, I think in, in my life I'm really like I can be very non-present you know I can just mm -hmm. kind of take a back seat and autopilot my way through things and, with, and swear jar is just really summarizing those feelings of like when am I going to snap out of this feeling and return to life yeah <laughs> It's a bit existential. Yeah, it feels good to listen to it. I'm excited for you guys to perform this uh, soak in the indie lounge. Woo! You're talking to me like I'm in office, sweat you must be saving. Up for Christmas, spinning out your frustrations Like a fresher on the pavement You look so alive when you're bitching, bitching Avoid your life, I wish you had the much to say about me The night's last calling that's Starting to feel unlikely The birds can't stand You don't look at me like you used to Conversations are a lottery noise There
from Soak in the Indie Lounge. We are Indie 1023 from Colorado Public Radio. My name is Alicia Sweeney. Irish, as, as you can tell, oh, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, they used to, when my family lived in Ireland, it was Mick Sweeney. Oh, yeah. But then they, they wanted to- Took away the- Yeah. 
the Mick to sound really American when they moved here. <laughs> too too much McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is a uh, Bridie joining us of Soak. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your <laughs> songs and your humor you. and all the things with us today. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me as well. It's really cool to be here. Thank you. The new album, If I Never Knew You Like This Again, is out now on Rough Trade Records. It's Indie 1023.